0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another reading of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. We are on chapter number 19. My Kindle says we are 88% in, and that also means we only have one chapter left. We are almost done, and we will get this done before the new year so we can start a new book. Anyway, if you're new, I hope that you are not starting with chapter 19. If you are new, stop now and go back to chapter 1 and start there. As a reminder, um, this is a reading of the book with my own commentary. You do not have to agree. That is okay. Chapter 9, How to Use Your Subconscious Mind to Remove Fear. One of our students told me that he was invited to speak at a banquet. He said he was panic-stricken at the thought of speaking before a thousand people. He overcame his fear this way. For several nights, he sat down in an armchair for about five minutes and said to himself slowly, quietly, and positively, I am going to master this fear. I am overcoming it now. I speak with poise and confidence. I am relaxed and at ease. He operated a a definite law of mind and overcame his fear. The subconscious mind is amenable to suggestion and is controlled by suggestion. When you still your mind and relax, the thoughts of your conscious mind sink down into the subconscious through a process similar to osmosis whereby fluids separated by a porous membrane intermingle. As these positive seeds or thoughts sink into the subconscious area, they grow after their kind, and you become poised, serene, and calm. Now, that is for positive thoughts. Can you imagine what you're doing in the calming states of your being when you're thinking negative thoughts when you're putting all of your focus on negativity for instance if you go to bed without praying or meditating or saying you know affirmations or anything positive if you let you know um what the i I don't want to say the old people what my grandmother used to say is and i think it's a bible verse don't let the uh don't let anger um come no wait i can't it's gone <laughs> don't let something about not letting the days uh settle on your wrath or something like that basically don't go to sleep angry so if you're going to sleep angry if you're watching television or listening to music or something that's sad and 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 angry or, or se- any any kind of negative emotion That is going to soak into your subconscious. And as he said, they grow after their kind. So watch what it is that you're listening to. Watch what it is that you're watching, especially before bedtime. Because the last thoughts that you think are what is going to be playing in your subconscious. Man's greatest enemy. It is said that fear is man's greatest enemy fear is behind failure sickness and poor human relations millions of people are afraid of the past the future old age insanity and death fear is a thought in your mind and you are afraid of your own thoughts a little boy can be paralyzed with fear when he is told there is a boogeyman under his bed who is going to take him away when his father turns on the light and shows him there is no boogeyman, he is freed from from fear. The fear in the mind of the boy was as real as if there really was a boogeyman there. He was healed of a false thought in his mind. The thing he feared did not exist. Likewise, most of your fears have no reality. They are merely a conglomeration of sinister shadows, and shadows have no reality. And... This, this resonates so much with me just simply because of anxiety. I have issues and I have had issues with anxiety. Anxiety to me is a paralyzing fear. And I don't know how it comes, you know, on to a certain person. I don't know what happens. I have been less anxious as, you know, in 2021 than I was last year or even the year before. I've been much less anxious this year, but anxiety, people who have been suffering from anxiety, especially since COVID, anxiety is a paralyzing fear. And because it it starts with the thoughts that we think, the simple changing of your thoughts. In my opinion, I am not a clinician or, or, or psychologist or anything But based on what I believe about my own brain, if I simply shift the thoughts that I think and stop focusing on thoughts that consume me and bring about anxiety, then anxiety vanishes. That is my thinking. Do the thing you fear ralph waldo emerson philosopher and poet said do the thing you are afraid to do and the death of fear is certain there was a time when the writer of this chapter was filled with unutterable fear when standing before an audience the way i overcame it was to stand before the audience do the thing i was afraid to do and the death of fear was certain When you affirm positively that you are going to master your fears and you come to a definite decision in your conscious mind, you release the power of the subconscious which flows in response to the nature of your thought. Banishing stage fright. A young lady was invited to an audition. She had been looking forward to the interview. However, on three previous occasions, she had failed miserably due to stage fright. She possessed a very good voice, but she was certain that when the time came for her to sing, she would be seized with stage fright. The subconscious mind takes your fears as a request, proceeds to manifest them, and brings them into your experience. On three previous auditions, she sang wrong notes, and she finally broke down and cried. The cause, as previously outlined, was an involuntary autosuggestion, i.e. a silent fear thought emotionalized and subjectified if you guys remember in the last um chapter he talked about how emotionalizing your thoughts um impress upon the subconscious mind faster so what he's saying here is her fear was emotionalized and that is why to me um one of the reasons why anxiety is so is so prevalent now, because we are living in a state of unknown. And because we're living in, an, in a state of unknown, our fear is emotionalized. We don't know what's going to happen to us. We don't know what's going to happen to our family. And we start looking into a future that is unknown. And if you know me and have listened to me, you know that I don't believe that there I don't believe in the future as most people believe in the future. I believe that when the future comes, it is today. So I only believe in the now. And I believe that we need to be manifesting and living our lives now so that if the future comes, if tomorrow comes, what we have built today, what we have thought today, what we have said today, what we have believed today, what we have felt today creates our tomorrow if it comes. She overcame it by the following technique. Three three times a day, she isolated herself in a room. She sat down comfortably in an armchair, relaxed her body, and closed her eyes. She stilled her mind and body to the best of her ability. Physical inertia favors passivity and renders the mind more receptive to suggestion. She counteracted the fierce suggestion by its converse saying to herself, "'I sing beautifully. "'I am poised, serene, confident, and calm.'" She repeated the words slowly, quietly, and with feeling from five to 10 times at each sitting. She had three such sittings every day and one immediately prior to sleep at night. At the end of a week, she was completely poised, confident, and gave a definitely outstanding audition. Carry out the above procedure and the death of fear is certain. Fear of failure. Occasionally young men from the local university come to see me as well as school teachers who often seem to suffer from suggestive amnesias at, excuse me suggestive amnesia at examinations the complaint is always the same i know the answers after the examination is over but i can't remember the answers during the examination the idea which realizes itself is the one to which we invariably give concentrated attention I find that each one is obsessed with the idea of failure. Fear is behind the temporary amnesia, and it is the cause of the whole experience. One young medical student was the most brilliant person in his class, yet he found himself failing to answer simple questions at the time of written or oral examinations. I explained to him that the reason was he had been worrying and was fearful for several days prior to the examination. These negative thoughts became charged with fear. Thoughts enveloped in the powerful emotion of fear are realized in the subconscious mind. In other words, this young man was requesting his subconscious mind to see to it that he failed, and that is exactly what it did. On the day of the examination, he found himself stricken with what is called, in psychological circles, suggestive amnesia. How He Overcame the Fear He learned that his subconscious mind was a storehouse of memory and that it had a perfect record of all he had heard and read during his medical training. Moreover, he learned that the subconscious mind was responsive and reciprocal. The way to be in rapport with it was to be relaxed, peaceful, and confident. Every night and morning, he began to imagine his mother congratulating him on his wonderful record. He hold an imaginary letter from her in his hand. As he began to contemplate the happy result, he called forth a corresponding or reciprocal response or reaction in himself. The all-wise and omnipotent power of the subconscious took over, dictated, and directed his, his conscious mind accordingly. He imagined the end, thereby willing the means to the realization of the end. Following this procedure, he had no trouble passing subsequent examinations. In other words, the subjective wisdom took over, compelling him to give an excellent account of himself. Fear of water, mountains, close places, etc. There are many people who are afraid to go into an elevator, climb mountains, or even swim in the water. It may be it may well be that the individual had unpleasant experiences in the water in his youth, such as having been thrown forcibly into the water without being able to swim. He might have been forcibly detained in an elevator, which failed to function properly, causing resultant fear of closed places. I had an experience when I was about 10 years old. I accidentally fell into a pool and went down three times. I can still remember the dark water engulfing my head and my gasping for air until another boy pulled me out at the last moment. This experience sank into my subconscious mind and for years I feared the water. An elderly psychologist said to me, Go down to the swimming pool, look at the water, and say out loud in strong tones, I am going to master you. I can dominate you. Then go into the water, take lessons, and overcome it this i did and i mastered the water do not permit water to master you remember you are the master of the water when i assumed a new attitude of mind, the omnipotent power of the subconscious responded giving me strength faith and confidence enabling me to overcome my fear master technique for overcoming any particular fear the following process is the following process is a technique For overcoming fear, which I teach from the platform, it works like a charm. Try it. Suppose you are afraid of the water, a mountain, an interview, an audition, or you fear closed places. If you are afraid of swimming, begin now to sit still for five or ten minutes, three or four times a day, and imagine you are swimming. Actually, you are swimming in your mind. It is a subjective experience. Mentally, you have projected yourself into the water. You feel the chill of the water and the movement of your arms and legs. It is all real, vivid, and a joyous activity of the mind. It is not idle daydreaming, for you know that what you are experiencing in your imagination will be developed in your subconscious mind. Then you will be compelled to express the image and likeness of the picture you impressed on your deeper mind. This is the law of the subconscious. You could apply the same technique if you are afraid of mountains or high places. Imagine you are climbing the mountain. Feel the reality of it all. the, um, I'm sorry. Feel the reality of it all. Enjoy the scenery, knowing that as you continue to do this mentally, you will do it physically with ease and comfort. He blessed the elevator. I knew an executive of a large corporation who was terrified to ride in an elevator. He would walk up five flights of stairs to his office every morning. He said that he began to bless the elevator every night and several times a day. He finally overcame his fear. This was how he blessed the elevator. The elevator in our building is a wonderful idea. It came out of the universal mind. It is a boon and a blessing to all our employees. It gives wonderful service. It operates in divine order. I ride it in peace and joy. I remain silent now while the currents of life, love, and understanding flow through the patterns of my thought. In my imagination, I am now in the elevator and I step out into my office. The elevator is full of our employees. I talk to them and they are friendly, joyous, and free. It is a wonderful experience of freedom, faith, and confidence. I give thanks. He continued this prayer for about 10 days. And on the 11th day, he walked into the elevator with other members of the organization and fell completely free. Normal and abnormal fear. And I would say, even before reading this, that abnormal fear has to be what anxiety is in 2021. Man is born only with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of noise. Okay. These are a sort of alarm system given you by nature as a means of self-preservation. Normal fear is good. You hear an automobile coming down the road and you step aside to survive. The momentary fear of being run over is overcome by your action. All other fears were given to you by parents, relatives, teachers, and all those who influenced you early your early years. Abnormal fear takes place when you um, when man lets his imagination run riot. I knew a woman who was invited to go on a trip around the world by plane. She began to cut out of the newspapers all reports of airplane catastrophes. She pictured herself going down in the ocean, being drowned, etc. This is abnormal fear, and that also is anxiety. Had she persisted in this, she would undoubtedly have attracted what she feared most. Another example of abnormal fear is that of a businessman in New York who was very, um, prosperous and successful he had his own private mental motion picture of which uh, of which he was the director he would run this mental movie of failure bankruptcy empty shelves and no bank balance until he sank into a deep depression he refused to stop this morbid morbid imagery and kept reminding his wife that this can't last there will be a recession i feel sure we will go bankrupt etc he his wife told me that he finally did go into bankruptcy and all the things he imagined and feared came to pass the thing he feared did not exist but he brought them to pass by constantly fearing believing and expecting financial disaster did you guys did you guys hear that The thing he feared did not exist, but he brought them to pass by constantly fearing, believing, and expecting the worst. Wow. Let me... I gotta highlight that. Sorry. Job said, The thing I feared has come upon me. This is, this is deep for me, especially a person who has struggled with anxiety for many years. This is really deep for me. There are people who are afraid that something terrible will happen to their children and that some dread catastrophe will befall them. When they read about an epidemic or rare disease, they live in fear that they will catch it. And some imagine that they have the disease already. All this is abnormal fear. Oh, this man is really telling me something about myself today. Yesterday, um my niece and my sister, they they live uh with me. And yesterday, my my sister got a call that someone, one of her friends contracted COVID. And this was this was the third call this week about someone close who contracted COVID and then last night she got another call that one of her close friend's daughters is in the ER because she contracted COVID she has asthma and couldn't breathe so my sister works for a large financial company who gives them take-at-home COVID tests and her and my niece took the COVID test I did not take them because truth be told I don't go out I have been quarantined for two years. And this is really calling me out in my face right now because I think me thinking to be safe is really a fear of the, the virus. And I never saw it in that light until I read this. That is really deep for me. That's really deep for me. Because when I say, I was just telling my sister, I, can, I want to go back. the days when i was outside i i don't go outside unless it's to drop my niece off at school at the bus rather or sometimes i take her to school but that's about it if it's not within like two miles of my house i don't go and really the 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 only place that i've been in like the past six months outside of taking my niece to school is um to get an oil change, and we I ventured out of Atlanta uh, in June. I went to Orlando, and that I was. If I think back, I was terrified in Orlando that I didn't go outside. I missed the entire experience of Orlando. I stayed in the hotel the entire time. So this is really wow. Okay. See, this is why I this is why I do this because it gives me aha moments and it and it helps me open up and see myself in these things. Okay. All of this is abnormal fear. The answer to abnormal fear: move mentally to the opposite. To stay at the extreme of fear is stagnation plus mental and physical deterioration. Wow. When fear arises, there immediately comes with it a desire for something opposite to the thing feared. Place your attention on the thing immediately desire. Get absorbed and engrossed in your desire, knowing that the subjective always overturns the objective. This attitude will give you confidence and lift your spirits. The infinite power of your subconscious mind is moving on your behalf and it cannot fail. Therefore, peace and assurance are yours. Examine your fears. The president of a large organization told me that when he was a salesman, he used to walk around the block five or six times before he called on a customer. The sales manager came along one day and said to him, don't be afraid of the boogeyman behind the door. There is no boogeyman. It is a false belief. The manager told him that whenever he looked at his own fears, he stared them in the face and stood up to them, looking them straight in the eye. Then they faded and shrank into insignificance. He landed in the jungle. A chaplain told me of his experiences in the Second World War. He had to parachute from a damaged plane and land in the jungle. He said he was frightened, but he knew there were two kinds of fear normal and abnormal which he have had previously pointed out he decided to do something about the fear immediately and began to talk to himself saying john you can't surrender to your fear your fear is a desire for safety and security and a way out he began to claim infinite intelligence which guides the planets and their courses is now leading and guiding me out of this jungle he kept saying this out loud to himself for 10 minutes or more. Then he added something. Then he added something began to start inside me. A mood of confidence began to seize me and I began to walk. After a few days, I miraculously came out of the jungle and was picked up by a rescue plane. His changed mental attitude saved him. His confidence and trust in the subjective wisdom and power within him was the solution to his problem. He said, had I begun to bemoan my fate and indulge my fears, I would have succumbed to the monster fear and probably would have died of fear and starvation. He dismissed himself. The general manager of an organization told me that for three years, he feared he would lose his position. He was always imagining failure. The thing he feared did not exist, save as a morbid, anxious thought in his mind. His vivid imagination dramatized the loss of his job until he became nervous and neurotic. Finally, he was asked to resign. Actually, he dismissed himself. His constant negative imagery and fear suggestions to his subconscious mind caused the latter to respond and react accordingly. It caused him to make mistakes and foolish decisions, which resulted in his failure as a general manager. His dismissal would never have happened if he had immediately moved to the opposite in his mind. They plotted against him. During a recent world lecture tour, I had two our conversations with a prominent government official. He had a deep sense of inner peace and serenity. He said that all the abuse he receives politically from newspapers and the opposition never disturb him. His practice is to sit still for 15 minutes in the morning and realize that in the center of himself is a deep still ocean of peace. Meditating in this way, he generates tremendous power, which overcomes all manner of difficulties and fears. Sometime previously, a colleague called him at midnight and told him a group of people were plotting against him. This is what he said to his colleague. I am going to sleep now in perfect peace. You can discuss it with me at 10 a.m. tomorrow. He said to me, I know that no negative thought can ever manifest except I emotionalize the thought and accept it mentally. I refuse to entertain their suggestion of fear. Therefore, no harm can come to me. Notice how calm he was, how cool, how peaceful. He he did not start getting excited, tearing his hair out, or wringing his hands at his center he found the still water and inner peace and there was a great calm deliver yourself from all your fears use this perfect formula for casting out fear i sought the lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears psalm 34 4 the lord is an ancient word meaning law the power of your subconscious mind that is where we disagree i believe that 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 verse is you know talking about david um david wrote it talking about god so we disagree on that learn the wonders of your subconscious and how it works and functions master the techniques given to you in this chapter and put them into practice today your subconscious will respond and you will be free of all fears. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Step this way to freedom from fear. Number one, do the thing you are afraid to do and the death of fear is certain. Say to yourself and mean it, I am going to master this fear and you and you will. Step two, fear is a negative thought in your mind. Supplant so it with a constructive thought. Fear has killed millions. Confidence is greater than fear. Nothing is more powerful than faith in God and the good. Three, fear is man's greatest enemy. It is behind failure, failure, sickness, and bad human relations. Love casts out fear. Love is an emotional attachment to the good things of life. Fall in love with honesty, integrity, justice, goodwill, and success. Live in the joyous expectancy of the best, and invariably the best will come to you. Four, counteract the fear suggestion with the opposite, such as, I sing beautifully, I am poised, serene, and calm. It will pay fabulous dividends. Five, fear is behind amnesia, At oral and written examination time, you can overcome this by affirming frequently, I have a perfect memory for everything I need to know. Or you can imagine a, a friend congratulating you on your brilliant success on the examination. Persevere and you will win. Six, if you are afraid to cross water, swim. In your imagination, swim freely and joyously. Project yourself into the water mentally. Feel the chill and thrill of swimming across the pool. Make it vivid. As you do this subjectively, you will be compelled to go into the water and conquer it. This is the law of your mind. 7. If you are afraid of closed places such as elevators, lecture halls, etc., mentally ride in an elevator, blessing all its parts and functions. You will be amazed how quickly the fear will be dissipated. Eight, you were born with only two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of noise. All your other fears fears were acquired. Get rid of them. Nine, normal fear is good. Abnormal fear is very bad and destructive. To constantly indulge in fear through results in abnormal fear, obsessions, and complexes. To fear something persistently causes a sense of panic and terror or anxiety that's what we call anxiety 10 you can overcome abnormal fear when you know the power of your subconscious mind can change conditions and bring to pass the cherished desires of your heart give your immediate attention and devotion to your desire which is the opposite of your fear this is the love that casts out fear If you, I'm sorry, 11, if you are afraid of failure, give attention to success. If you are afraid of sickness, dwell on your perfect health. If you are afraid of an accident, dwell on the guidance and protection of God. If you are afraid of death, dwell on eternal life. God is life and that is your life now. 12, the great law of substitution is the answer to fear. Whatever you fear has its solution in the form of your desire if you are sick you desire health if you are in the prison of your fear you desire freedom expect the good mentally concentrate on the good and know that your subconscious mind answers you always it never fails 13 the things you fear do not really exist exist except as thoughts in your mind thoughts are creative This is why Job said, The thing I feared has come upon me. Think good and good follows. 14. Look at your fears. Hold them up to the light of reason. Learn to laugh at your fears. That is the best medicine. 15. Nothing can disturb you but your own thought. The suggestions, statements, or threats of other persons have no power. The power is within you, and when your thoughts are focused on that which is good... Then God's power is with your thoughts of good. There is only one creative power and it moves as harmony. These There are no divisions of quarrels in it. Its source is love. This is why God's power is with your thoughts of good. So that was chapter number 19 in the, for the power of your uh, subconscious mind. We have one chapter left, guys, and we are done with this book. I hope you guys have learned a lot and had some aha moments as I read and, you know, kind of expounded on my own, you know, kind of beliefs or machinations or whatever you want to call it. Um, I am definitely grateful and always thankful that you guys take time out of your day to press play and listen to me talk about subjects that I love. I am very grateful, very thankful for all of my listeners. You guys have a blessed day and don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in my description box for the link to paid surveys, manifesting merchandise, and much more.